ten player. He's unbelievable. A top ten player. What do we just watch? He's a top ten player, but he's underrated. He's oh, way higher than a top ten player. Of course, we underrate him. We do not know. We do not understand how good Nikola Jokic is. Nobody does. I do. Nobody does. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> probably does. Because probably none right. of us do. So welcome in here to the winners' lounge, <laughs> the greatest winners' lounge, as you can see. We have a very, a very unique board over here. How'd that get there? What's I'm going to say, it is rare that you can have a definitive, and I'm saying def- like there's no longer a question, yeah. a definitive game like this where there is no longer a question about Gobert, Jokic, what's the best, best format? That was an absolute ass-kicking and dominant performance by Jokic over arguably the defensive player of the year. I'll Incredible! I will argue with that. Yeah, I'll argue too. <laughs> Jokic might be a better defender than Gobert yeah, for being yeah. keeping it at 100. I'm Adam Adams. This is Eric Weedham, Harrison Wind, Brendan Vote. Let's go, guys! We are going to have a freaking great time tonight. Let's in this go! Lounge. An incredible go. time. Send us in your questions. Send us in whatever. I, it's crazy. The trade deadline is just a couple hours away, and I don't even care. I don't care. You know who's not getting traded? <laughs> Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. And I, tonight proves that you can put just about any group of people around him, and he's going <laughs> I, to deliver I, it I'm like, well, should we just liquefy the team and get all the draft picks <laughs> that we can at this point? Just shed some cap space while we're at it, you know? I want to say, we're going to make this a lot about Jokic, and rightfully so, but this was a gritty performance from a lot of different oh, guys. Man. Jamal Murray was incredible tonight. But, incredible. But as someone tweeted at us on the DNVR Nuggets account, the Nuggets just got arguably the win of the season by any team for the third time in third, third time, yeah. Second time in, in the past five days? And it's <laughs> it, Look, there's a lot of grit and a lot yeah. of fight on these Denver Nuggets, and we've known that for years. But the truth is, at the core of this, is what does Draymond Green call them? One of the guys, the dudes yeah. in the league? You need to have a people, chance? People are ridiculous. He's, they've got he, they've got a dude. They've got one of the dudes of the dudes. One of the dudes of the dudes. I the mean, dudes LeBron. The dudes. Okay. Shout out Steve Adazio. Dudes being yeah. dudes. Dude, guys being dudes. Know. I'm serious, though. I, I, and I know, look, it, it's coming from me. I'm not the right messenger for this. I, I am the... the the prophet that nobody believed and was crucified. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. wow. Yeah, I am, just, uh, I am something of a martyr. Jesus, are you I, was like, I wonder how close Adam will get to the line tonight. Oh, I'm going over the line. <laughs> I, I'm getting so over the line tonight. Guys, I'm, be, I'm being dead serious. This, is a, this, this was an incredible game, and this was the best one yet. But just four days ago, they went into Milwaukee, same exact thing yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. And actually for the entire month of January, since like the 7th, whenever Murray went down, they just have had nobody. Jokic put this team on his back and did some. This was LeBron-esque. Nikola Jokic has been doing this, like you said, for the entire month. But he hasn't done it yet with the group that he had to do it with tonight. Oh, like, yeah. who, who was on the floor tonight? Vlatko Chanchar. Vlatko Chanchar and P.J. Dozier was Denver's bench tonight. That was Denver's bench. They started Torrey Craig at the four. Gary Harris at the three. Gary Harris almost set a record for right. missed shots. Gary Harris had maybe the worst game of his career, and Denver record? had the best regular season win in franchise history and because of Nikola Jokic. Because of Nikola Jokic. No, no, no. I, I was ready to, to tag <laughs> on to this, man. But now I forgot my point. Because I don't want. I, what I don't want to do is make it sound like the guys that played tonight are just a bunch of scrubs and and like can't play or whatever. What they are, outside of Jamal Murray, who's freshly back and clearly not a hundred percent, what they are 
is a group that hasn't played together. A group of end of bench guys. Flacco Chanchar, who's been, played in the NBA for like 20 minutes. I was going to say the four of us and the 300 people with us, nice flex um, right now, we all know who Flacco Chanchar is. Of course. The, the, the thousands of people in Utah yeah. that watched that game tonight, no. Google job. No, yeah, yeah, and even sure. Google, they had to get to like the sixth link before mm-hmm. they were like, oh, okay. That's who Flacco so is. I, I don't want to make it sound like this team is a bunch of nobodies and Jokic carried a ragtag group of bad news bears. But, but it, tonight, well, hang on. <laughs> for the most part, no, because there was a lot. Of, I mean, Tory Craig tonight played with some guts. He took some shots that you had an epic one tonight, Brendan. No, 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 no. Yes. yes. <laughs> He's I mean, the king of those. Monte Morris ball. Dude, Monte Morris, it's 15 points for Monte. I, I want to – I mean, I, we will, will sing the praise of Jokic. We've already done that. I do not want Jamal Murray's performance to get over. Incredible. No Murray doubt. Had, since he outscored back. Jokic. Yeah. Since he's been back. No doubt. Um, since he's been back. What so, did he finish with? Give me the 31 points. 31 points for uh, Murray. 12 for 26. Mm. That's great. Four of nine from three points. Mm. Three of four on his free throw attempts. Uh, so I Murray's love, now first, seven of 15 four, in two four games assists. from three. So I love the 15 as much as I love the seven yeah. on that. 15 three-pointers in two games. And he only played 20 minutes in that first one. Um, right. What a heck of a performance, man. I mean, this is a game. And this is an all-time performance. This is like that Warriors game, like that Bucks game <laughs> five days ago. Yeah. This is one that we'll tell our grandkids about probably. What happened last night? I've already forgot. You, but you know what the craziest <laughs> part about NBA basketball is? Is that two days ago, three days ago, they lost to uh, the Detroit. Detroit Pistons and – uh, Nuggets Twitter they almost melt- pulled it out though. By uh, the Nuggets way. Twitter melted down. Nuggets Twitter. <laughs> I don't think Nuggets I mean, Twitter. Yo, still had one of his all-timers again against Detroit that night. <laughs> Unbelievable. But. Seven players. All right, some real talk then. Okay, obviously this game was incredible. Where's this game? I guess we'll have fun first. Is this top five Jokic game? I mean, I know that playoffs are oh, always yeah. tougher. I I always put them there. So let's just say regular, regular season. season. I think if you scale this for degree of difficulty. This is this might be the best game Jokic has ever played. I know how ridiculous prisoner of the moment. How many that minutes sounds. did he play? How many minutes was it? Uh, What's that stat line? Anyone have it off the top of their heads? No, hold on, hold on. I, I went thirty something, thirty one, so nearly thirty. Twenty one, thirty points. Thirty points, twenty one. He had thirty rebounds. points. He had twenty one rebounds. He had ten assists. This, this is his best game of his career. And he was playing with two Google I'll just guys. go ahead and say, this is the best regular season game I of mean, his career. I mean, he does have a perfect triple-double. Two, two yeah, Google that was guys. against the Phoenix Suns. Two Google That's yeah. an entirely different yeah. situation with, an, with a fully healthy starting rotation. Yes. I mean, you think about how, and one of his key guys, one of the, the six other guys out there with him that was supposed to contribute, had a historically bad game. Yo, oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, listen to they had against, seven players, and one against, of which almost shot the worst ever from yeah. the field. Listen, to, the, listen to these minutes. Listen to these Please. minutes. Tory Craig, 36 minutes. Yeah. Nicole Jokic, Torrey Craig 40 minutes. 40 tonight. minutes on the fifth game in seven nights. Monte Morris. Also, another thing. Never, ever again <laughs> talk about him being out of shape. No, no. This no. is an incredible month yeah. of basketball where he's playing almost every day and play, putting up this kind of yeah, minute yeah. total. Put, put that graphic. Never put talk the... about it again. Never talk about it. Um, Monte Morris, 42 minutes. Uh, Jamal Jeez. Murray, 43 minutes. Well, the, that's, second, that, that's the second game back from injury. On the second night of a back-to-back, so it's nice to see him get a nice easy ease back into this. <laughs> Jesus. No, uh, so are, where, where are you at on Yo- this as an all-time Jokic game? I to, think it's his best regular season game ever. Me, I'll go it, ahead and say it. You know what? You know what's funny? He played Rudy Gobert a week ago and absolutely dominated him. Yeah. Dominated him. I know it's funny. A lot of people talked about last year, like, oh, Gobert, it's the guy he can't. Go up against or whatever because he had because Gobert had one like eight block game against him. False. Jokic for the last two games, the the last one they won in Denver, and then this one tonight. It's not that he just dominated him; it's that he wanted to dominate him. He went at him every play. He was not just so unafraid of Rudy Gobert. 
and and you and you, the funny thing is, Gobert was up for the challenge tonight. Gobert the, wanted it, yeah. By the end he of the game, it. Gobert just wanted to hide. It was just one of those things where it's like, I can't stop this dude. I don't know what to there do. There was a play in the fourth quarter, man. Gobert had Jamal Murray switched onto him. And like Mike Conley dribbled the ball for 15 seconds outside the three-point line. The Jazz and Rudy Gobert did not even think for one second oh, yeah. about trying to get him the ball right next to the basket yeah. while everybody's spaced around the three-point line with Jamal Murray defending him. That said it all right there. And Jokic's defense tonight, how many times did he – I mean, the rebounding, of course. But those lo- there were so many lobs to Gobert tonight that he broke up or yeah. or just took away. I mean, he was so locked in. And this game is the best one, I think. I think it is, too. But we're forgetting how great these other ones were. What's going on over here, Kill? He was distracted. We're talking about a guy who has – we're talking about a guy who has a perfect game under his belt. Yeah, the Phoenix perfect. Suns. We're talking, point about, we're talking about a guy who has four 40-plus games in his career. The record right? for the fastest triple-double of right. all time. That's right. right. A perfect actually, game against Phoenix. What are we talking about here? It's so crazy that we actually that there's we here in Denver, the small market that gets overlooked with this player, that we have to talk people into this dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> Just go through the list oh. again. A 35-point perfect triple-double with no misses and no yeah. turnovers. The fastest triple-double triple double ever. Time. What was the... Four 40-point games in his career. A 60, He played 65 out of 68 <laughs> minutes and was a positive. In a 4 OT game. In a game that the team lost. Oh, that's true, yeah. true. We're talking about practice. Yeah. What the, are we talking about? Here? This dude One has, of three centers ever to average whatever he averaged last year. Yeah. It's just... At, at some point, it's like, come on, the onus is on you to tell me why this guy isn't better than all of these other dudes that that people routinely put ahead of him. <laughs> and, and I, There's I not a center in the league why. in in his category. And he is in a tier by himself. When we just kind of hammer the, like, pay attention to our team, please like our team stuff, right? But, I mean, he... Yeah, we don't want to even say that. First, I'm more just putting a finger to it. That's what I'm saying. Like, first team, all NBA, it's a lock. And if you feel otherwise, you're probably not watching. You're definitely, you're definitely not watching. watching. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, right. He has to be first. I mean, you c- there's an argument like if Utah wins more games, you there's an argument for Gobert. But no, I'm just saying, no, after, no, no, there's not anymore. Not anymore. Relax. Not anymore. These last two games, there might have been before this last three week stretch. But man, exactly. how, how Jokic has carried this team. Carried him down three starters. Down three starters and your top two guys <laughs> off the bench. It's been unbelievable. They played a guy tonight, real minutes who. Hasn't played in the NBA. Yeah, he's played like twenty minutes. Can we? Can and we, he played okay. <laughs> can we just for like a, just for a minute compare and contrast our general mood and outlook from before the game started to right now? Yeah. We all like we're just sort of like lumped you know, in. We're like, oh man, let's take our lumps. Like Gobert's gonna, uh, you know, take it to Jokic. It's gonna well, suck. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look. I, I love and this I give Michael Malone an enormous amount of credit because I do think he deserves an enormous amount of credit for this. The Nuggets team's tough. I don't think if you yeah, just yeah, throw yeah. this collection of players together in a draft at 19 years old and just grow them, I don't think they grow into tough players just naturally. Yeah, I don't. And that's so not either. a knock on them. I think that mm-hmm. they've clearly they deserve the credit. Yeah, look no But Michael than- Malone has molded this team into a team that looks at five games in seven days down eight guys and says, you know what, let's go do it. Look yeah. no further than the Minnesota Timberwolves. They have a lot of homegrown oh, talent, and they, the they are the softest team this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. Extremely soft. Complaining about not getting enough All Star votes when you are. You know, yeah, 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 or not making the All Star game and crying like and another, crying, like, another well, tough did, guy in the mountain. I guess I just get no respect. This dude, <laughs> we are so lucky. Did you put? Did you hit the uh, the mute button? 
I'll get up and do it in a second. Um, louder. As people are texting me nonstop. Apparently. I know. Yeah, <laughs> my phone's blowing up, too. I just checked. Hey, we're, wait, we're past the Super Bowl. Football's over. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Look at this, my buddy. Just, you, he just sent me you? a thousand eyeball emojis. <laughs> um, this, I'll remember this game forever. Yeah. That's, how, that's how incredible it is. Yeah. This is an all-timer. This is an all-timer. And just looking at Jokic's year in... Kind of retrospective, Let's get to man. This. Let's go. Let's step back a little. Yeah, let, let's step back and remember where we were at in November. You know, well, we no. were talking about how like it wasn't going well. Jokic was out of shape. Jokic uh, didn't want to play anymore. He was going to go back to Serbia. I, I said all of these. Things. This was my timeline. <laughs> well, yeah. to be fair. He kind of did want to go back to Serbia. He totally wanted to go <laughs> back to Serbia. Two things can be true. Yeah, two things can be true. <laughs> it, it is the, everything we said about Jokic. The slump, right. the slump. So two things can be true. I can say it, and it can be right. Yeah. <laughs> but that night in the locker room after the Nuggets lost to the Lakers, Nikola Jokic recommitted himself, refocused, and has absolutely dominated the, the entire league ever since. But this is the point I'm trying to get to is we saw Jokic last year in the playoffs put up twenty over 14 games, 25 12 and 8. Is yeah. that what the numbers were? I don't know, man. I don't want to rush the judgment on Jokic. Like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying we saw that, and he's gotten better. I know. My point is that this is the best Jokic we've ever seen. I know <laughs> Michael Malone. No, I'm serious. Michael Malone last night stopped me. I asked him this question. I threw it to him. I knew he would. He said, no, the play. And he's right. In the playoffs, you have to be even better, and that Most matters definitely. more. It's twice as hard. But I feel more confident than ever, than ever that – Jokic is going to have an even better playoffs this year because he is just right now every single night tired legs, shorthanded, no matter what. He's going out and giving you triple-double numbers on efficiency, going at whatever center or player he has to go at and dominating them. He is in a whole other zone right this now. This man is unstoppable. He's literally unstoppable. He's unstoppable right now. Unstoppable. Like Because if you, you catch him out uh, away from the basket, you, start of, you, you make him sort of decide what to do, he'll just carve you up with his passes, or he'll just drop a Sambor shuffle. And, the, and I'll tell you what. Some of this maybe had a little bit to do with Murray going down. I'm not trying to put the blame on Murray. I'm just saying about how team dynamics work. When Murray went down, there was no question about who number one was, and number two, and number three. Jokic was number one, he was number two, he's number three. Everybody had to play through Jokic on everything. Mm -hmm. Jamal Murray is phenomenal. Tonight, he was phenomenal. He was a legitimate number two tonight. But there's, it just feels like, over this last month, there's been a more clear, this is who we are. We're what this guy tells us we are. We're doing what this guy says to do. And Jokic empowers players like Murray to do, it, to do their thing. So mm -hmm. I just feel like there's been a real clarity with this roster about... This isn't a – and, again, I'm not trying to take something away from, from all the other guys, but this isn't a big three. This isn't – it's we got a guy, and he's going to get us all going. Yep. Um, I want to go back real quick to what you were saying about Jokic wanting this matchup against Gobert. Ryan just hit me with a tweet that Joel Rush put out, just a video of that last kind of possession where Denver just clinched it just now. Jokic is as hyped after this win as probably we've ever seen him after any game, regular season it's, or playoffs, they wanted this one so badly. It's not often you get to take out It's not often that you get to shut like the complete story down against a player like that. I yeah. mean, this was a game, you have a win, like, oh, we outplayed him, whatever. This was one that was like, there is no more doubt. Everybody go home. Tell your, tell, tell your children mm -hmm. the truth is out there. We just beat the Jazz with Vlatko playing. Vlatko, Dozier, Torrey Craig, and 20? Gary Harris going 0 for 13. Yeah. Hey, man, when you only have seven guys out there, you absolutely need one of those guys to be a Vlatko who is just like, who needs a pick? 
Who oh, needs yeah. a rebound? Oh, yeah. I got you. Oh, yeah. great He's like a golden retriever yeah. out there but with a little more discipline. He was great. This was an all-timer. This was a fun one, and I hope for Nuggets fans as we go into this trade deadline day tomorrow, Yo. I hope that no matter what happens, Nuggets fans remember, you've got Jamal Murray. You've got Michael Porter Jr., Will Barton, Paul Millsap, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. These guys are awesome. But most of all, you've got a guy that can go up against anybody in this league on any given night or in any playoff series and be the best player on the court. And that is freaking exciting. That's like what you want. That's the recipe for a successful basketball team is that you just have like that one unbelievable player and then you have other players that step up. Yeah, it's you like, have a top formula, five player. It's a formula that's, that's right tested now. out and over you, time. And you just need a guy to get to that, you know, top 20, top 15. And if you really want a real shot, right, top 12, top 10 status. Oh Speaking of which, Michael Porter Jr., no connection, just quote tweeted uh, Bleacher Report, tweet about Jokic with the GOAT. And just, just good wholesome content. I just, I, it is yeah. so wholesome, man. You know what though? We've seen this over the last couple weeks with Michael Porter starting to play more and more. Because I think there's one thing to sit on the bench and watch a dude, and there's another thing to be on the court and be like, "Wow, this dude." Michael Porter Jr. has, I think, real affection and admiration for Jokic, which I, oh. is something. Well, what I mean by that real, is real recognize real. Real recognize is real, and exactly I think, what it well, is. Well, no, because I think Jokic has a lot of admiration for and, sure and for for Michael for Porter sure, Jr. It's mutual. But what I'm saying is, I love this dynamic that is budding between those two guys, and I think Murray as well. Murray clearly trusts and relies on Jokic. Mm. This this thing of like, it, it's easy to put your faith into a guy like Jokic when he so gladly puts it right back to you. Mm. You know what uh, I mean? You know what the like main issue is is that. Will the Nuggets' victory be parade be bigger than the Chiefs' turnout? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're not too far away from really starting the hype on this. I just love it. You know, we, playing the route. The small market. The, we, it's Plenty. funny we just played the Utah Jazz because there's the small market energy. The like nobody's paying attention to us and look at all the screen assists and, and, and potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, whatever. Like that stuff is real annoying from markets like Denver, and I don't ever want to be that one. I always say, you know what? Let them do this. <laughs> Let him sleep. Let him talk about how Denver doesn't have a closer and they don't have a go-to guy because mm-hmm. it's going to be a train wreck in the playoffs when these guys are, are as we saw tonight with some high-profile people saying, "Oh, this is looks awfully slow tonight." <laughs> right, Getting outplayed slow. tonight. What are you talking about? Um, if you're uh, big on the internet and in this Periscope chat, please do some research. Let me know how many 30-20-20 games have there been. Nine. Oh, look at super is, producer K. Was that a tweet? Are you, you 30 20 10? 30 20 10 games? Pretty good. Ninth player ever yeah. to put up a 30 20 10, and he did it with six active teammates, seven active players total. And against a bench the defensive player of the against year. Against the defensive player of the year yeah, with a bench of Yo- PJ Composure and Vlako Chancho. Jokic is a goldfish. Like he will grow to the size of his bowl. Like the, he will, <laughs> God, he I was will, like, I was like, where are you going on. with that? He, will grow, he went to the best possible. Place. He will grow to the yeah, size of his. Put it on. Put it on. He will grow to the size of his challenge. Where oh. if you know, like, th- what could be bit greater than this challenge? And what does he do? He turns in one of the greatest NBA performances of all time because yep. he had to. I can't wait to get home and rewatch this game. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that uh, is pretty that's good. damn good. I make these uh, throw them na- into the ocean. I always make these analogies where I try and break things down into the the simplest possible terms, and I either get praise or mockery. And so I'm glad that one worked as for. Praise. Yeah, that was yeah. a good praise yeah. one. <laughs> um, guys, send us in your questions. Though we have a lot more Yo, to talk should... to. Do you, are you ready for a read? Yeah, I think we have to. Yeah. Change. We're going to shotgun a beer. Aren't but, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on, <laughs> I, we should we should break this live, live lounge into two distinct parts. We should relish this game and then get into trade. Talk we do at the end time. of later on in the we show. Will. We will. Get we are going to pay our respects to three players that we all loved. 
We all part about part of being a fan of a sports team. It's so irrational. Sports are so dumb, and I they're they're still alive. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh no, no just, but, I, but yeah, but I'm mainly me. saying <laughs> I'm mainly saying send in uh, this game and Jokic related stuff now. Yeah, and then, send that in now. Then we'll get into the trade. Later, stuff we are going to talk about on. the players, and we're going to have a little uh, ceremony to to remember oh. guys that we really enjoyed. We I did really enjoyed it. those guys. I, I made a, another analogy to Harrison about what this was like. I'm not going to say it just yet. I'll save it for later. Oh, I can't oh, wait that's for it. called Great Tease. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before we go to break, actually, I do want to remind everybody, because our presenting sponsor tonight is Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's, baby. Illegal, Illegal Pete's. Oh, you bummed it. But guess what's happening this Saturday what's at ha- Illegal Pete's? What, what's happening? There's a watch party. A watch party? There is a watch party where you can get food, you can get margaritas and beer, you can get win tickets to Denver Nuggets games, you can get merch giveaways. You can hang out with us and talk nuggets. Sure. It's after the trade deadline. Who knows? Maybe Shabazz Napier will be playing that night. I mean, maybe maybe uh, Noah Vonley. Who else I, is on I the don't team? Want, listen, no. You don't want to go there? That's okay. part two. That's, that's part, part two. two. But we're going to be there at Illegal Pete's, and it's going to be a great, great time. But you got to RSVP. There's limited seating. Yeah. I think this thing is going to sell out. How many All of our watch parties have about as many people as is going to be yeah, sold I think out. Yeah, I think that there's Munder 100 people. That can do you think there's that. a Munder? I think <laughs> it's a little bit more than that. And, hey, you got to RSVP, but... You, you might have to get there early too. Just a fair heads up. A lot of people are RSVPing. If you want to see, get down there. It's going to be an intimate environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, very, so fun. very intimate. I'll, you guys, I'll talk dirty. To I wish we had a watch party tonight. Do you know how much? This was a watch party. <laughs> well, this is a watch party. But I'm saying, can you imagine if I was at a watch party having beers oh, all yeah. night? Oh, this would be even crazier. Oh, I just remembered my favorite part of the game, Gary. No way he misses this one. Oh. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> we're going to talk about that here after Let's, after Harrison reads a break. We're going we're to talk we, about we, it. We, we. What's up, guys? Ryan Konigsberg here, and I got to tell you about the Blake Street Tavern. It's my favorite sports bar in town, as evidenced by the fact that we had our fantasy draft there. It's where I watched Super Bowl 48. It's where I watched CU win a Pac-12 basketball championship back in the day. Uh, it's the place to be for any sporting event. It's the biggest bar in town. I always joke you could land a 747 in there. It was named the National Sports Bar of the Year in 2017 by Nightclub and Bar Magazine. It wins Best Sports Bar in Denver seemingly every year from Westward, anyone else that's voting. It's the place to be. Uh, They've got great specials, and the food is out of this world. I recommend the nachos, the green chili fries, uh, the buffalo chicken wrap. You name it, they've got it. And the location is perfect, just two blocks north of Coors Field, and they have parking. So go check out the Blake Street Tavern. We're talking about the Corridor Core, first of all, and the Mile High City from Breck. Delicious. So good. So good. Should we just nominate some guys to be thrown into the Denver Nuggets core right now? Oh, the new core? Yeah. Should we just name a new core? No, (laughs) it's the same core. The same core we got. DJ Composer? That's ancillary core. That's like the uh, the skin of the apple. Core. We're suggesting a full elevation to full Yeah, no, the the core is Jokic. Gary. Mm. Gary. Mm. Yes, it is. It's it, it is. It, it is. Still it is. It's still Gary. For the rest of the season, it's still Gary. The only late addition At to least. the core is William B. Buckets Barton. And Michael Porter Jr. Uh, or he might have already been in the core. Do we have to have like an official induction Will ceremony? Will Barton is in the core? Are you kidding me? I said this two years ago. People laughed at me for it. Will Barton is like almost yeah. center of the core. 
Yeah. I think he is, is the, the pulse. The he's the heartbeat. Is the he is the heartbeat. That he is also the said. seed in the middle of an apple core. Listen to these guys making analogies. Jokic, both Denver and Serbia's favorite son, operates, operates as the Nuggets' celestial one. Their shooters orbiting around. Oh, wow. Is galactic. This is like slam poetry here. <laughs> I'm actually really sorry I brought this whole analogy thing into this lounge. That was a, a real misstep. By the way, everybody. Uh, Oh, yeah, take a look. Ooh, can we get a zoom in on there, Producer Kale? Can we get a really close, oh, close up on Eric's face? Hope you've been face, doing uh, yeah. chest. Hope you did chest yesterday. I haven't done chest in some time. <laughs> some time. So, uh, this is the shirt, uh, the limited edition shirt that we put out and sold out very, very quickly. Yeah. We have five smalls left. Yeah, all we have wow. are smalls left. Um, we Ladies, may, we hit may, us up. I think we're definitely <laughs> going to be re-releasing this. And I, <laughs> there's yeah. really no way that we can't. But I re we received equal parts um, excitement and anger about the availability and inability. Do you know what I think the angry people should do? What's that? Become DNVR members. They got first crack, those DNVR they members. They do get first crack. So um, A lot of cool content you get for free from DNVR. Real quick, uh, Jack Hastings wants us to wish him luck on his macro econ exam. Let's tomorrow. go, Jack! Who, who, who? Is he Jack related Hastings? to Scott Hastings? Jeez. I don't know. Jack, you're going to crush that freaking go exam. Go full Jokic on that. Go yeah. full Jokic. Channel your inner Jokic, baby. Only answer seven <laughs> questions. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, all right, let's talk about some other stuff that happened tonight. Do you want to start? We talked a little bit about Jamal Murray. The but impeachment. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what everyone yeah. in the Losers Lounge is talking about. Um, no, so... Tonight, let's talk about Jamal. We talked yeah. about him a little bit, but now it is two games in a row and, and him shooting the ball, playing with confidence, but doesn't look healthy to me. Oh, a little he's concerning. Not. It turns out uh, Jamal Murray doesn't actually need to be healthy. So Jamal <laughs> told the media after that last home game that he's still hurting. I, I asked him, like, how much of that break was you couldn't go versus maybe it's wise to rest up. I I think he still needs a little more rest is kind of what I got from his answer. But he, he also said explicitly, I just wanted to play. I needed to come back Yo, for me and get these two games. We were, I mean, I was at the game closer two, than I've ever been last in. night. And um, we were in the sixth row. Oh, oh wow, dude. Wow. Wow, that's really impressive of you. I think I had more of a story, but I just want to uh, – sixth row. <laughs> yeah, There's also center court that I mentioned. Was he limping? Was that the point you were going to say? Did he, was he wincing? I don't know. I was just you just wanted to make that. No, no, you were too like, drunk by that. No, he, he he was like, it looks like <laughs> the way he runs. It looks like he's wearing like a a weighted vest. Like he just like a, has a heaviness. Kind of top. I know what you mean. He he needs to channel his inner Kobe, of which I know he has an inner he's, Kobe. He's a very Mamba mentality guy, dude. This was but that. It, you know, Kobe was very good at never showing that stuff. This is the same with like Jordan was the same way. Where it's like I don't want guys to know. I'm a little hobbled this way or that way. And mm -hmm. For him, I think sometimes he's the opposite. He's like, I don't know if you guys saw, but I'm really holding my shoulder tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. He plays with an noticed. edge when he's a little hurt. He really yeah. does. If, uh, to his I'm, I'm making fun of him. Yeah. Like, I, I roll an ankle and I'm out for three months. Yeah, he, yeah he, from the podcast. From the podcast. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, pod tonight. The ankle's bad. And that dude really does play, like, completely bruised up. Yeah. And he played if, incredible. If the Nuggets had more than seven players... Would you like wish or suggest that Murray's resting right now? Yes. Yeah, I do. It's pretty definitely. Clear. I definitely. mean, he's definitely not 100. percent He right. said last night how much his ankle was hurting him. So yeah, yeah. is anybody looking at Twitter just in case like the Nuggets trade a player? Oh, that's a good. <laughs> idea. I'm sure we'll get told in the chat. Well, yeah, I'm not even true. checking my chat, so I have. Oh, I have oh hang on. Sorry, Beast in 25 has a job interview tomorrow for uh, apparently for a promotion. Oh, Chris in Denver. Hold on, Beast in 25. That's our man. Omar. Yeah. that's not an interview. Oh yeah, for a promotion. That's not an interview. You just. He's that's now, a review. Yeah, Omar, I can't believe we just dunked on a guy and asked us for like a shout out. You know. Listen, listen, no, you, you, gotta, you gotta come correct. Chris, I believe you. Chris, you're gonna kill it, man. No doubt. Ignore the guy in the camo 
whatever that. That's called the coat. Is. I can barely even jacket. see D-line Co over there in that chair. Oh, well, uh, let's keep let's keep it moving though. No, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Um, <laughs> Jamal Murray getting back into the groove here is huge because I think I said this on the halftime show, and we just talked about it for thirty minutes. Jokic has been playing unbelievable, out of his mind. I don't think point. he can keep up this usage. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think he can just keep up this pace for the next thirty games. You know, it, it's, it's true. The rest, it's rest true. Of the you know what's they, funny though? They just let need me, you Murray. say that. You say that. But let me just ask you this: Jokic looked tired to you? No. <laughs> and I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent with you. But I'm telling you, I don't. Jokic does have this weird control of like he doesn't ever play it that fast out there. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm with you. You shouldn't play this many minutes. It ups your risk. But at the same time, he just doesn't look like a guy that's tr- tired. He does. Bart- yes. Will Barton looked exhausted to me. I, I well, yeah. I mean, Jokic is like the smartest player on the floor in every facet. In economy like, of motion. Yeah. Economy yeah. Of motion. He knows how to use his energy re- on the floor. He knows sure. how to conserve it. He reads that matrix code, mm-hmm. man. He knows when it's time to, <laughs> yeah. to push the button and when it's not. For the record, just <laughs> just a preemptive reminder for us next year, it's not November. Doesn't matter. That's not when you. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's fine. <laughs> oh, it kind of sucks though. Like we totally just let him off the hook. Right, it's fair. But it is that, fair. No, but if that's because he has a plenty left in the tank to drag them through it's January so every year. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so PJ Dozier tonight, I thought was phenomenal. I, you know, PJ Dozier's been a little hot or cold. He's had some games mm-hmm. where it's like he, he hasn't been there. But when he's good, it's a great Katy Perry song. He's got, <laughs> he's got such a. He provides something Denver doesn't have. Length at the point guard position. And I'm not just talking like Jamal Murray's tall. P.J. Dozier's long. He's mm. a real long boy. What else does he add? What, what else does he what? Composure. He brings composure, <laughs> although he did go one of two from the foul line. He got shook. Semi, semi-composure. He's got composure for a guy who's played as few games. Yeah, yeah, it's a relative term. But yeah, defense, it's very relative. But, but what I'm trying to get at here, I'm being serious, he, I think, can be, a, can be, I don't think he's there yet because he's young, he can be a very, very good to elite defender as a point guard. He's got great hand speed. He's just got good feel. He's always in the right spot. I think P.J. Dozier can be Denver's defensive point guard. Jamal Murray's going to be their offensive one, can and he's going to be their main one. Mm-hmm. I think P.J. Dozier might be a guy that can be the, all right, we need we need someone to shut this guy down, get him in there. He's going to lock him up. Can yeah, we ta- you're Tory Craig, but kind of you're just slimmed down version. Can we talk about the fact that uh, P.J. Dozier, Tory Craig, all of these guys were pulled – off of the scrap heap, like oh yeah, Tim yeah. Conley. I I don't know who to credit at this point. Like I I just always go back to Tim Conley because I'm so impressed by them. Not only as a person, like Tim, I'm sure you're watching. I'd love to hang out. It's, you seem like we'd have <laughs> What's a lot up, of time. But like yeah, we could make just, that happen. But he's just like I can't believe the finds this guy makes and like what this guy is able to pull yeah. from play like just places people don't even consider looking. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. I think Tim really loves basketball, and I know this sounds dumb. But I, what I mean is that I think he scouts the NBA and other leagues through the, the lens of love. And yes. I like you need passion to be to do the best possible job. And I just think like when he's in a gym, I think there's a lot of GMs when they're in a gym in Poland, they're just like, God, this sucks. Like, what am I doing out here? And I think for him, he's kind of like, this is so dope. Well, yeah, it's T- great. Tim, oh. Tim came up as a director of scouting, and yeah. he runs the Nuggets, and he goes on scouting trips and scouts games. Like he is still a director of scouting. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, he was in I, Utah tonight. I also think yeah. a lot of GMs, like, there's pressure on you to win a title in your career. Maybe your job's on the line. And at which point you want LeBron, KD. I think a lot of GMs would like to author some sort of rebuild, take pride in finding diamonds in the rough. As you were talking about with Tim, like, he is a scout scout. 
So I think that is his favorite part of the job is unearthing those gems. And I think that's evidenced by like trading up to take a flyer on the injured Vanderbilt in the draft, taking that flyer on Bull Bull, like MPJ. They they want your castaways, right? And they yeah. want to turn that rock over. Mm-hmm. There, Jared Vanderbilt, you know, who, who who's gone, he never really had a chance. But he had a few games, and he never like came in and was like, oh, that guy belongs, or oh, we could count on him for this one moment. Tonight, Vlaco Chanchar helped win this game. He wasn't he wasn't great. He didn't like do anything that stood out, but he wasn't a disaster. And he didn't he wasn't he made some plays. There were like yeah, yeah. there were moments Com- out there where he competent. Did, yeah, he was competent and he made some plays tonight. And for a guy that just hasn't played, that was really, really impressive. I don't know that he's going to be an NBA rotation piece long ways away from that that happening. But I there's gotta be something too. We stick that guy in, he gives you something. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, that's Vlatko composure. <laughs> really got come up with a new one, man. He looked like really <laughs> Oh my god. Vlatko, great screen setter, pulled down a couple rebounds tonight, I think. Um yeah. Good chemistry guy. No, he had that great I, offensive board. Great he hair. He was great, great hair. hair. Let's take let's take some questions. No, well, hold up. Okay. We have to we have to finish. Uh, we'll talk about Gary Harris here. Hey, tonight we'll host the show. You yeah, make yeah, the shirts. Right. I'm sorry, so, Gary Harris. Though I do want to talk about drink, him real drink quick. Drink a beer over there. You know, he did grab a very very big <laughs> rebound. He did knock down very big free throws to ice this game, or at least to put it to where they couldn't lose. But tonight he was 0 of 13. Is that right? It hasn't changed. Sure, I'll take another one. Yeah, might as well. Um, uh, so tonight he. Um, 0 of 13 shooting, almost an NBA record. The NBA record is 0 of 17. He almost got there tonight. But two things. I want to say two things. Gary Harris was in a rut, and if ever there was a night to sort of just shoot your way out of it, it was tonight because they were supposed to lose, and if they would have lost, we maybe would have been pissed at Gary Harris' fan base. But it was the night to at least try it, and he did, and he kept shooting. He took a lot of shots tonight that if I personally were 0 for 8, I would not have taken. Mm-hmm. And I, this sounds weird. I'm gonna, I tip my hat to him. He didn't make any of them. He got, well, and he also secured the biggest rebound of the game. He well, did. you must not have heard when you were getting that, oh, but I sorry. did mention that. I also mentioned the free throws he hit that helped ice it. Yeah. No, he was doing an important job. He was grabbing the beers. <laughs> but yeah. did you know that he didn't make any of his shots? I did notice that, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Gary Harris is, uh, he's like the heart of the team in a lot. Like, he just represents, like, what this Nuggets era is all about. It's like, this is a player, uh, he fell in the draft. Uh, he's undersized. He, you're right that he does represent a lot. He's just like, and, and he, he is a very good defender. And he's a, and he's a really good guy. And he's yeah, just yeah. like, he's like a, the type of person you want in your locker room on your team. Are you saying all these things if they lose by one because he missed both free yeah, throws? Yeah, I, I have a, I have a pretty deep affinity for Gary. I, I, I do too, actually. He's just like, I don't, I like him. I like him in the commercials with Gabe Landeskog. He just is like a. Is good, that what it did it for you? I think that is so. what did it. He was tweeting about that the other day. I so. think so. I just like the guy, like, and I just want the best for him. And I've seen him play a lot better than he's playing now. And I just, you know, like, I just believe in him. Well, that belief is going to be tested, I think, because the Nuggets are getting to a point where, you know, I don't think that he's going to get benched. Harrison, you mentioned this last time we were on a live show together. You said, I don't think he gets benched at any point mm-hmm. this season. But, you know, it was pretty clear tonight that when he was 0 for 8, 0 for 9, that he just wasn't going to make any shots and that the team wasn't going to guard him. Um, what's it going to take? So if you're going forward with, with Gary, what's it going to take in your – look at all you guys on your phone. I feel like I'm at, at dinner with my nephews. Oh, I'm running the social media well, you account have an excuse. for your blog. You have an excuse. These two over here. No, I'm just waiting to repeat something you've said when I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> what's it going to take for Gary Harris to snap out of this? I mean, I think tonight he no. really tried, and it might have worked against him because if you go 0 for 13, you're even more in your head. Yeah, is it is it considered a record if you have the fewest – Made field goals in a game? Is that a record? <laughs> it is a record. Yeah. Is that a, yeah. that, that's a, that's a, you, want, you don't want the record. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what's it going to take? I don't. I mean, it's going to take him just shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and people having uh, irrational confidence in him until he gets it back. There's really just no other way to. do This do team it. is great with that. Will Barton is an ultimate, like, I believe in you, and you believe him. Like he's not just yeah. like I believe in you. Yeah, no, no this- like, Will Barton's a guy that I think truly, and he loves Gary. And and I think for me, Jokic is a guy that I think this is another step that he can learn. This is how it is in life. A lot of times you have people in your life, in your work, whatever, that are either underperforming or just letting you down in some way. And it's like, how can I? There's some people that look at those people and say, like, F that guy. He's really ruining my thing. And there's other people that look at it and say, how can I get this guy to where we need to go? Like, he's yeah. a person that I care about in good times. So in bad times, how do I get him to where I want? I'd, this is maybe an opportunity even for Jokic a little this bit. Is, to, this is the embodiment of the Michael Malone philosophy as it comes to player personnel and managing a team that is bigger than any one game performance. So and true. Like when people are yeah. screaming for, at him to take Tory Craig out, to yeah. take uh, Gary Harris out, it's like he uh, doesn't care and he sticks with them because he wants to instill them with that confidence that he knows mm-hmm. they'll need down the line and it's exactly that it's like just showing uh, confidence and trust in a guy and cultivating it so that at the end of the day like um, and, and it really that's the, the knock on a lot of uh, how most NBA teams are run like I mean you look at Minnesota just a few years ago when they had Jimmy Butler and they had like all of this ta- talent and Minnesota appeared to be on the rise but they just they didn't really like backup cat they sort of like allowed the, this like weird thing to happen i don't know if you can stop jimmy butler i don't know if that's possible but the, the point being like they uh rotted from within and they ultimately cratered yeah. and imploded and like michael malone is really you know like he comes from that military background where you have to have everybody's back and like in the foxhole like you have to be able to trust everybody and that doesn't always mean you're going to make the shots well he stuck with gary tonight and yeah. i'm glad that he did because yes. again this was a game that if even he if they didn't have many he had other no choice. other options zero options well, i don't what know because beasley well PJ, pj dozier was was playing well tonight and you know uh, tory craig same yeah i do think he had options but i like that he stuck with them even when this game got down to the last five minutes and it was tied i'm glad he stuck with them because it is one of those things that you can go in the locker room and say yo man I don't care if you're missing. We, we're, you're our guy. You don't and need to he, worry about he's that. He's going to continue to stick with him. I have no doubt. You know, yeah. Gary could have a couple other terrible games like this, and I have no doubt that the Nuggets will continue to stick with him. I just, I wish that you guys would learn a little bit from Michael Malone and just, I don't make, not all of my t-shirts are the best. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, some, you're here, aren't you? Sometimes Jeez. I make a mistake. I'm just saying. Hey, you like, on the, the Fox day, together, I told man. you to make it better. He did tell me to make it better. I we figured I, that out together. Yeah. <laughs> we got some questions coming in. Yeah, look at that. He's the question guy. Are tonight. you the question man? I'm the question guy. You the oh. gatekeeper. Oh, 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 can you guys pass me the charger? What do you for what? This pink one? Is this your pink one? All right. Um, are we not ready for questions? Send well, them in. well, one question I did see in the chat earlier was, how do we feel about? It was kind of like a playoff matchup rundown. Um, as of right now, love it. That's a great question. Let's go through it. And guys, I think for reasons you might be able to pick up, I think we should start with Houston. What do you think? Let's. Uh, well, 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 it's kind of a, it's a confusing order. Let's go from the bottom up. And let's do the teams that are not in it. Right now, Portland, Denver, I just feel very good with Portland against sure. them. Yep. Um, also in the mix, San Antonio. I mean, that's just Denver hasn't played San Antonio still, right? It's so weird. Yeah. Nonetheless, whatever. We're going to call that one. Well, I'm sure we'll catch them on a back-to-back. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Seventh game in eight days. Our back-to-back. Um, and then who's New Orleans? <laughs> New Orleans, Denver hasn't proven. But you know what? I still feel confident. Like, New Orleans, they've gotten Denver twice, but... Let me just stop you before we have to go. Th- I, there's not a single team I'm scared of at this just stop, All right, stop. <laughs> yeah, but that's... Mem- yeah, Mem- yeah. Mem- Memphis, again, I think Denver, I feel very good. Denver almost beat them with, like, the worst performance they've ever had. Yeah. Um, they still almost won. 
So then you go up to Oklahoma City, feel very confident in that one. You get up to Dallas, very confident in that one. Yeah, uh, feel good against Dallas. You get up to Houston, as you just mentioned, losing Clint Capella. Part of me thinks the reason Denver made that trade, or at least like the number, like when you list off the merits of a deal, number one on the merit list was, well, Capella's going to go to the Eastern Conference. They're going to try to go small, and Jokic is going to murder whoever they try like to guard that, him with. That's a great silver lining. There, There's plenty of, of like nits to pick with this trade, if not just flat-out bones to be had that a lot of people do. But, like, it, yeah, I mean, getting Clint Capella out of not just Houston but into the East, Jokic should feast in that 7 There's a lot of series. guys going East. Clint and, Capella? Daniel Gallinari? And Houston's going all Andre in on this, on this concept of smaller guys, one through five, we'll switch everything, and we want you to post it up because that's an inherently inefficient shot. But it isn't when you're setting yeah. Nikola oh, no, Jokic. Not at all. And they will not have an answer if they have to adjust. Yeah, they're going to have no answer yeah. for Jokic, man. They got Jordan Bell. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, a good deal. It's Isaiah Hartenstein. When we grade trades, it is funny because this was a trade that literally might have won Denver a playoff series. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. If Denver matches up with Houston and they beat them, you could point to the trade and be like, yeah. would, and, and I don't, I'm not trying to, again, put down Beasley, but would you say, would you rather have Malik Beasley or would you rather Houston not have Clint Capella? Oh, that's like, oh, easy. Of course. Like, that's so easy. I would rather have Beasley. <laughs> um, so then you go changed. right above them, you have the Utah Jazz. I don't think you should fear that matchup if you're a Nuggets fan. I mean, at least if you have seven guys, you're good. The, <laughs> the Jet, look, the Jazz. Are you kidding me? That's a psychological win right now. Oh wow, that was a psychological. No, that, no, that, that's psychological warfare. <laughs> what I'm telling you right now is, if you have Gobert and you are always me, like, me and Temecula. You, if you have Gobert, if you're if you're if you're uh, Joe Ingles and you're like, you know what, we got Gobert and he's an equalizer and he can shut down this guy, you no longer think that. And you can't yeah. even fake it. You go into that going, God, I hope Gobert can hold Jokic because kind of got embarrassed the last two times. Did Gallo get traded to the Heat? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, no, did he, they were talking about it. It hadn't happened yet. I think it's I think gonna, it happened. Yeah. Um, and then above that, you've got the Clippers. The Lakers. The Clippers. And the Lakers, yeah. Well, the Clippers, Clippers you know, Lakers. we'll have to see. Denver hasn't played them at full strength, but there's a similar thing to that. And here's what we were talking about. Are You want to get real spicy, Brendan? You want to oh, get real spicy? Him spice them up. We talk about Jokic being the best player in a playoff series. And I'm not. I'm not. Kawhi Leonard's a two-time champion. I'm not going to say that Jokic oh, can boy. be better. Paul George is an incredible player. But what no, I'm going to. It's really hot. <laughs> Let me just say this: Jokic can be the best player in that series, in part because who's guarding him? Montrezl Harrell, Ivica Zubac, get out of here. But and also, who's Kawhi Leonard guarding in that series? Think about it. Oh, like he's kind of wasted. Yeah. Yeah, oh, a little bit. Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> Fine. You know, fine. That's <laughs> true because most of what Michael Porter does is stand at the three-point line and knock down threes yeah. or offensive Kawhi rebound. Kawhi Leonard is not making as big of an impact in that series as he would Look, in the series against the Lakers I'm not ready or the Rockets. To, I'm not ready to say – I'm not going to say that the Nuggets are going to be favored against the Clippers. The Clippers, I have a lot of respect for them. I'm just saying that Denver has the opportunity. has It's within the realm of possibility that Jokic can be the best player in that series in over seven games. That makes a huge difference. Huge. And then the last one is the Lakers – and now here's the thing. I think LeBron's the best player in that one. And until I see him like go down in a playoff series, LeBron's just – he's like Jokic where Jokic takes his game to another level. He's like that but on steroids. Well, hold on, hold on. One thing that you're not thinking about is how awesome Nikola Jokic is. Oh, that is a good reminder. But here's but let me go this way with it, which is equally as spicy. Anthony Davis is a hell of a player, and he's really, really good as a second guy. And that's not a knock on him. Like some guys are really good as a sidekick and a role guy. I mean, he's like all-time elite. All-time elite. But here's the thing. It's at least within the realm of possibility that Jokic can completely dominate him in a playoff series. And mm -hmm. we haven't seen it, so I'm not going to give him that credit yet. I mean, AD's been one of the guys that's been tough for him. But we haven't seen Jokic look like this. 
And I want to see Jokic like this in a playoff series against that Lakers team because there's at least a chance that he can completely neutralize Anthony Davis in a way that throws off the entire Lakers team. Also, if the Nuggets play at their pace against the Lakers, I think they have a chance, too. The Lakers like to run. Also, if the Lakers trade Danny Green for a Morris twin, then they definitely have a chance. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's possible. Also, Anthony Davis has some Hassan Whiteside tendencies. I feel like I, I would, I would Jokic feasts on those Lakers in a in a sort of tier as their own. Yeah, as pri- as, they have LeBron. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just almost certainly not. We're getting spicy too. in here, but we're not getting so spicy right. to say Yoke's going to take down LeBron. Clippers should Except be for Eric. Clippers should and would be favorited. I think. Can the Nuggets win that one? Absolutely. The next tier, I think, is like Utah. Denver's at the top of the next tier, and I would put I would put Houston now like in that group. With Utah and Dallas, where I mean, I don't know if like if you're Denver, I don't think you should be like quaking in your boots about that. Yo, Denver has beaten every top team. Yeah, it's, they have. They haven't beat the Lakers. Yeah, they, yes, did. they did. They just Look, were not no, no AD, LeBron. but they and they rocked him. Not yeah, they didn't LeBron. have LeBron though. That yeah. part matters. Or no, it was no LeBron, no but they LeBron, had AD. Yeah, because it was like but Pelicans. they rocked them. Yeah, right. Was great, but, but they yeah. pretty much played the Pelicans from last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would lose that last year. They lost that massive matchup. Only without what else do we have in the, in the chat? Well, we got a lot coming in. The chat's popping right now. The chat um, is popping. Should we just jump to some trade talk? Do we think the Nuggets will acquire Drew Holiday? Do you need to read a, a, a read so we can get that out of the way and then just have the rest of the show to go? Yeah. And then we can take all your questions. A quick read from Harrison. The Green Solution. Has Man, that's a good read. Colorado locations and an express checkout to get you it's in and out as fast as possible. The weed store. Get on your phone right now. I, I toured their facilities <laughs> recently. Oh, interesting. They sell weed. <laughs> five out of five stars? Yeah, for sure. Go to their website, migraine order your flower, concentrates, edibles, topicals. We're not end up shotgunning, are we? And head to the closest green solution for pickup. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off of your entire purchase. So Drew Holiday, guys. Um, I don't think the Nuggets are going to deal for Drew Holiday, mainly because I don't think the Pelicans just really want to deal him. And I don't know if Denver's going to be able to put together a package that is really just going to captivate New Orleans and make them want to deal Holiday. If Gary Harris was playing at the level he was a couple yeah. years ago, so, maybe. But yeah, should we I make don't this? See it. Should we make this the official transition into trade talk? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is. Well, sure. hit, hit us with that graphic. <laughs> oh, is there a graphic? Yeah. Oh wow, you don't what say. Do oh, we need to light did you want to save it till the end? Do we need to light the ceremony? I think so. Oh man, yeah, I don't even have my lighter. We don't have a lighter. Well, we can just like we'll ceremony. Kale's got one, I think. Dun, that's, dun. A, that's a candle. We'll cap, capture your imaginations there. Oh, man, this is so sad. That's I could have run to the car. second candle. <laughs> is that graphic? We were going to have a little rosary. Does anybody want to well, – first off, is that graphic up? Does anybody – so I'll, I'll start. Okay. All right. All right. So we're gathered here in the seven-man lounge yep. today to remember three of our brothers. We laughed with them. We cried with them. Uh, Vando played one game. <laughs> But together they were our brothers and they brought us together. They made being a Denver Nugget feel like it meant something. It hasn't meant something for a very long time. And it wasn't until a young man named Malik Beasley came into our lives. Mm -hmm. And he taught us what uh, being Beasley was all about. He he didn't back down from any challenge. He would hit three-pointers with... uh, callous, icy uh, veins. Um, Malik Beasley was definitely one of my favorite players, and I'm very, very sad to see him go. I was on the the train and and trying to get everybody else, including the front office, they were not interested in this train, (laughs) to not trade Malik Beasley because um, I love him, and I like what he's all about, and he has... Um, a, a cool look about him, and I draw a T-shirt about him. All right, Derek, this is—they've never played music <laughs> at a funeral. Like you, I'm giving the Oscars wrap-up music pretty soon. Um, the other man we need to talk no, about. No, well, hold on. I want—I do want to get to that. 
Malik Beasley and Juan Gomez both. I feel bad for Vando because we never really got to know him. Know but him. those other two guys, like, this is part of what being like a sports you fan. Vando's new number on here. It's impressive. Uh, the, it's really, this is what sports fanhood is all about. Like, you get attached to guys that don't, I don't want to say matter, but they don't matter in the night in, night out. Um, oh, look at this. And, and that's what those two guys were. They yeah. were like characters. We got to know their personalities. We got to know their flaws and their positives. And we had all these moments with both of them. Like, truly memorable mm. moments with them and it's so moments that will live in nuggets lore moments that will live in nuggets lore uh yeah. before okay. what we what we we see now before us which is a fully realized just elite nba player and nikola jokic there was just the nas- the nascent stages of of jokic ball and the cast of lovable characters that yeah. comprised it and, and namely chief among them one wancha ernan gomez oh baby a best friend of nikola jokic a best friend to you could really say us all, perhaps. Do you think that he was the shimmy king of uh, the Pepsi Center? He, oh, he was most definitely the, the shimmy, the king. greatest shimmy of all time in any context. And uh, and you know, Wancho Land, the block, just so many great fun moments. Are uh, you know he he's uh, gone but not forgotten, right? Wancho Want and Gomez, <laughs> the uh, fashion, <laughs> the best fashion. teammate I've ever covered. The best teammate I've ever got. One of the most genuine. So one, one of the most genuine NBA players I've ever talked to. <laughs> it's straight it funeral. So it's, it's just straight funeral. It's, like, it's like completely unbeatable. <laughs> All right. Well, we um, <laughs> I was digging the vibe, man. I was getting emotional. I was too. Yo, Wancho deserved that. Listen. Um,. It's a sad day. It is a sad day. Like that. That really uh, colored my mood coming over here. It was just the God, thought of the what that, <laughs> what that trade was like, what it meant, uh, what it meant we're, we're, we're getting fine. rid of. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> you keep going. I frankly, I don't even know what the <laughs> ultimate, like, ter- like outcome of this <laughs> trade is. Don't put that out. Don't put that out. <laughs> um, th- sorry. This is a complete HQ. disaster. Yeah. It's a, we'll edit this part out of the live. No, we won't. Um, but it's you know like it's just it, this is a, the the end of an era of sorts. It is. It is the end of innocence. The end of innocence. Yeah. And it is it, it signals to <laughs> all those left in the locker room that like it's business time. Baby. Yeah. Like the, uh, in, in a sense, the fun and games are over. In a sense, the fun and games are over. It's time to win a championship. I feel like there's still fun and games ahead. <laughs> I mean, this was tonight was fun. Tonight was fun. Tonight was the most fun game. Yeah. yeah. Um. Man, Wancho. I, everybody's going to miss Wancho. We're going to miss Wancho. The locker room's going to miss Wancho. The, the, so yeah. he's just always so positive, always so uplifting, man. And then Jared Tough Vanderbilt never, uh, you know, his. That pass, man. No, but the thing about Vander that I feel, we, I, I, all these guys, I hope they get an opportunity in another place. Will Barton is the perfect example. He's exhi- exhibit A of this. Of Sometimes you're just in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. And if you stay positive and you stay on your grind and you get an opportunity, you get it. Now, it sucks that it happens to be Minnesota. I hope that they play well enough to get traded to the Eastern Conference. No, I kind of like Minnesota because here Beasley can still have a 50-point game against the Nuggets, but, oh, the, but the Wolves still lose. Oh, that's like a great one. He can nine? do his full Zach Levine yeah, and be yeah. like, hey, that was remember Beasley was awesome tonight. <laughs> Nuggets won by 30, but okay. Yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to smart when he puts that 50 on us. He's definitely going to do that, by the I way. I hope so. He's I actually, You know what's funny? That. is It's on this very unlike the Nurkic thing. If Beasley came out and was like flipping off the crowd and like doing all this, I'd kind of be like, yeah. That's right. That's you right. Show us. Yeah, you earned that. You, you earned, earned that. It. As long as it wasn't the playoffs, it'd be like, you know what? That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Meaningless regular season game at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. Be a good one. 
All right, what's so, our question about when the Wolves aren't game. even close to the playoffs? So I think we're all in agreement with Harrison based off at, at least just what's the surface level noise, right? That that's that we're getting through Woj and Low. The Pelicans are not are not keen on moving Drew. My read on that, it's probably coming down to Jamal Murray. I don't know anything about those, but that would be my guess. Well, they can't trade him anyway. So well, that's kind of what I'm saying yeah. though. Is like they wouldn't take a deal without Jamal, and the Nuggets literally can't and won't. So, is there a backup plan? Do they stand pat? And then what's what are what are your wish lists for a backup plan? Does it do you, I don't know. Do so I the the things about this to me, like if Denver was just gonna roll with this group, and first of all, if everybody's healthy, I do think that it's a good group. Like they we went through the numbers, there is a nine. We've talked about the top seven, eight. Yeah. So you go with your starters that has been all year, even with Gary Harris there. Then you go with MPJ, Tory Craig, uh Paul Millsap who isn't playing, but you know, him off the bench and Monte, that's nine guys. Mace is probably you out. Still got Mace. Plumley's yeah. out. You can't play four bigs in the playoffs. You just can't. Yeah. They play so, Three, which brings me to my next point. Here, which brings year. me to my next point. If everybody is healthy, I do think there's one trade to be made because you now have Noah Vonley and you got Mason Plumlee. You don't need two backup centers. You, you might not need one in the playoffs, but you do need one just for insurance reasons. Like, do you, okay, do you think that this trade had any basketball thought behind it? Well, no, yes. no, 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 no. I don't. Well, Kada, do. Kada Bates, the app. I, I do. I think who else? Trading them to Minnesota and knowing they could get three guys back that could fill a couple spots and like they wouldn't feel terrible about it if they had to play them a night i think that had something to do with it but so why does but they already had those guys yeah like why do those guys coming from minnesota why are they described as expiring contracts and our guys that we shipped out they're both they're both expiring contracts i know no, because minnesota ideally well, would like to keep well i'll tell you what there was the an outpouring out. of yeah. love from teammates and everybody and the organization and everything when beasley and Wancho were out necessarily get a whole lot of that of like oh shabazz napier I yeah i don't oh I don't, you're gonna really miss that like you know what i mean i don't really well, it's, I, I think yeah, it's, it's two different organizations it's a different feel but it's well, also different players do you think so here's here's a couple of scenarios i think that could have taken place so um the nuggets were trying to move beasley all season didn't really find any suitors didn't feel like they were getting a draft pick commiserate to what they felt his value was and because they were getting no bites um they felt that the only way to actually get a first round draft pick was to jump into this three team trade and be able to, uh, you know, facilitate this movement from sure. the other teams. And so as you know, in consideration that they got that first round pick and, but they had to take these other guys. Right. But also I think possibly like these teams, 14 trades are very, very complicated. Right. So obviously it's a very peculiar process. These teams need an additional team. Tim Connolly has, I think some relationship with Minnesota. So it's possible they reached out to them to Denver and said, hey, you've wanted to consolidate, you've wanted to get a pick. What if we can do that for you? Yeah. And then if you're then Denver looks at the deal and says, oh, and also Clint Capella's out of Houston. You know what I mean? That's probably the best we're going to do. So those are basketball reasons, but I think it's not what you're talking about. I mean, like the players the court, coming court, in. Yeah. Like you, you bring in a player because you're like, wow, this but, is going to push us over the top. But I do yeah. think, so here's the other part of it is the Nuggets now have four point guards. We love P.J. Dozier. We want to see more P.J. Dozier. Composure. And, if you, and we love Monte. He's playing really well right now, too. And you got Jamal. And then you add Napier. That's four point guards. Napier, in my opinion, is probably the fourth one. I don't know what, what the plan is, but to me. I he's, think he's the third one. Who's the fourth? Dozier. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. That hurts to me because I Doge, think Napier's you know, coming in as a third string. I've always said I want my point guards to be smaller. Yeah, smaller than Monte. No, it just doesn't make sense to me. P.J. Dozier provides a I value. I would go Dozier, too. I P would go Dozier, P.J. Dozier too. provides something that neither Jamal nor Monte do. And I don't think that's true of Napier. Nap Napier, his is like the quick first step. He can get in. It's not that valuable to Denver. That alone. But Dozier provides like elite defense at the point guard position. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a value. To me, I hope he plays. And then you look at the bigs, Mason Plumlee. So to me, 
everybody's saying, okay, this is the roster they're going to stand pat. Why? You've got players on your roster that yeah. aren't – and even if you just move them for anything – cash consideration so you can go into the tax a little bit if you have to a second round pick that's 58 hot let's do it a, hot dog, a washing machine like anything that you could do because yeah. this move already pushes you in the all right let's just solidify the playoff rotation thing right so exactly. why not go all, all right. in well, well, why have four point guards yeah. on your roster there's no need for shabazz napier on this roster there is no need for noah vonley on this roster <laughs> as <laughs> is except for that i can make a vonley Industries shirt <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I, I would yeah, say I would say Vonley will be somewhat valuable if Mason Plumley takes a while to get back. But the bench have been <laughs> Von playing. Vonley's only value is that Jokic needs a game or two off, yes. and now they can do it. And like, the bench has been great going small ball with Grant the five on the second unit. By the way, it's been great. Yeah. Can you believe the record they just put up with the schedule they just had? Uh, can you believe the guy they've got playing center? Jokic, <laughs> Jokic for MVP, man. Yes. Jokic for MVP. Um. So, I don't know. So, for me, I would like to see another move, even if it's not the Drew Holiday one. It's just, Kelly to me, I look, I look at this roster. I mean, that's a big move. The, yeah, the thing about up. The thing about a guy Gary like Harris. Kelly Oubre is, yeah, who are you giving up? If it's Gary Harrison, like, but that's not how it works. Right. If it was Gary Harrison that terrible first, like, maybe, because Kelly Oubre's playing well. But, I don't know, at the same time, that, I don't know. I just feel like Denver has a lot of pieces that are going to be on the roster and just weird. Yeah, and I don't know what the point is, especially if they're all going away at the end of the year anyway. I know, it really like what they've created for themselves is just like a more confusing rotation. Is it possible that the, it's the opposite though? There's a more defined rotation, and there's like it a is. Well, it and, is. And sometimes, it is. As, and especially as we get closer, this is kind of Adam's point as we get closer to to March and April, like you know, sometimes you just want the four guys on the end of your bench to just be four guys on the end of your bench and not like guys Roy Hibbert. Well, to, when Roy Hibbert came right. to Denver, it was like, yo, you're not going to play any. Right. And he was like, oh, that's fine. I'm going to retire in two months. But so, so, but <laughs> so the idea there then is that you have guys at the end of your bench that aren't going to play anyway in Beasley in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. It, it, the, the three guys they sent out, sure. they bring three different guys in that also are not going to play, but they also get a first round. They also pick. Get a first round. That's actually what it is. It's just that the guys aren't going to play aren't as good as the other guys right. that gave away that That's aren't going to play. Like, when, to me, it's like almost more value. Like, I, I, I why not know. just keep them? Why don't we keep Malik Beasley? Malik Beasley played really well last year in the playoffs. Well, I think you could just because kind of. So please. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I just think you've you've kind of outlined like a key question though. I mean, how valuable is a late twenty twenty pick? Well, it got you Jeremy Grant. Like I think that's how the Nuggets look at it. So at this the draft, this pick last year, some GM gets got draft them Jeremy Grant, yeah, some, a guy who is probably going to be their starting power forward for the next three years. So you got to hope whoever point. has yeah. the 20th pick, they have a guy circled, or the 24th pick. Tyler Lydon. And, and he's falling, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this dude fell. Who has the pick? Denver or, or, will or, call you up. Or like Houston or uh, uh, Oklahoma City where it they feel like they're in a position that they have to go into an unintended rebuild. Because oh, right, right. And then – you know, teams are able to take advantage of them trying to slough off salary. Yeah, or, or like the Kings re-sign Bogdanovich and they start out terribly, or or and they, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's not a bad, a good example, but like just just a team who's trying to rebuild, and uh, you so, throw a first round pick just like you threw. So Oklahoma should City. Denver be staying pat? I think what everybody's sort of saying is TBD. It doesn't feel right. It feels very. It, it feels. Um, Dangerous because you might end up just drafting Tyler Lydon again, yeah. and then it's just like, well, what was the point Although of all that? This? Should be avoidable, but but the, yeah, but that's I well, mean, I don't know. This draft no, might know, be I'm, nothing I'm, but Tyler Lydon. But the thing yeah, is, so the thing is, so this is like as like we came in and we're just sort of like initially talking about the trade, um, just initial reactions, like ten thousand foot. Um, 
you know, I sort of get it. I mean, I get it from just an operation standpoint and from a front office uh, chess move standpoint, like just getting that draft pick in. It's just for me, it's such a bummer that our front office never seems to win these trades. Like any trades that they're making or any transaction they're making with other teams. Oh, I will, let me interject one thing. The re- the grades and everybody's reporting on the, like if you just look around everybody's like it was a weird trade for everyone so they might not have won but they didn't lose either I think everybody looked at this trade and was yeah, like yeah yeah but weird. I think that if you look at the Nuggets as a team they took a step backwards right like I, I just think it's like a, the consequence is like really high floor like it's pretty low con there are some things that might be frustrating right um more pr- like specifically what maybe once could have been with the Beasley and Wancho development in that arc but like in a vacuum. Whether you get like you could give this a D plus and it's still not like it's inconsequential really. Let's give another perspective on this. So a piece that we have not talked about. Nuggets were also shedding salary. They're also now Absolutely. getting below a point to where they might have to pay the, the luxury tax next year. It's like oh now you can do this. This off season and really the next I'd say year all the way up until next year's trade deadline. It's going to be really telling to me because we all think that the Nuggets are in their title window. They might, again, they're not favorites, but they're in there. They have a puncher's chance. And if you believe that and you care at all about the teams you have, you're willing to pay a little bit of money to, to do that. And part of the reason the Nuggets didn't do this deal or did this deal was to cut a little bit of salary. It might, now I don't blame, maybe you don't blame them because, again, you could say Beasley wasn't going to play. So what's the point of paying a tax if you, or whatever? He was going to play. Maybe, maybe not. He I don't know. Last year. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> but at some point, it's going to be really interesting to see. Do the Nuggets just keep getting, shedding good players to save money and getting draft right. picks and cash considerations? How, is, how much money is shaved is saved here? Like versus like waiting. Like what was what's the other the other thing what was like, on the line? But the other thing is that like they the Nuggets took what should have been like a fairly uh, valueless pick. They, these end of first round picks where they found Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley late. They got Wancho late, and they they found them in the diamonds in the rough. They were able to get more value out of the pick that they were taking. But then at the end of the day, like you hope that they've grown that raw material into. A, a so they they value. turn a, they turn a dime uh, a dime into a dollar and then sell it for fifty cents. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, well, you did increase yeah. the value, but you also sold it at yeah, a discount. Yeah. So it's like, what are we doing? But before like, you draft somebody with that first round pick, it has more value. Like that's. Well, I, the I thing. agree. I agree. But it, it just if you just look at it like. We got Malik Beasley at what? 17? 19. 19, 19, right? And then we ended up flipping him for probably what will be later than that. Right. But, but you did get four years of him, though. I yeah, mean. I know, but the, we, we should have, by all rights, his value should have grown. Yeah. You just sort of yeah. look at it. And so I just, like, I love Tim Conley more than anything. I love getting him a draft pick because that is his ammo. In, mm-hmm. in his, like, there's nobody better at drafting. But You're right. That is how I look at it too, though. But I, I just, I, I, I just want to come away from one of these and just say like, wow, Tim Conley is a bulldog. Like, you know, that guy negotiates to the end. He just seems like a very willing and a very accommodating negotiator when it comes to other teams. Like, he's willing to give up concessions and he won't like fight. It seems that way. Yeah. Obviously, I have no insider knowledge, but. It, it, as it as it looks on the outside, it's like he's they're so good at cultivating all of this value, and then you need to be able to trade in for it. Um, we here's got more? a good here, yeah, we got a ton, man. Um, okay. here's a fun one. What is MPJ's stat line in 2020, 2021, 2022 when he's starting? What does MPJ put up as the starting 2021, 22? Yeah, okay. Oh, I think he starts next year, first of all. I mean, there's just, I just, just yeah, well, let's just, just talk about let's talk about this for next year then. Yeah. Okay, so next, what's his stat line if he's a starting three next year? 18 points. 
You know yeah. what's funny about 20. that? Why is I was gonna say like with him, it's so hard because points come so easy. Yeah. And if you have a like Jokic Murray that are like entering both entering their prime and just, I mean, again, Jokic is what twenty four. This should be the worst version of Jokic than a year's time from now. So if you get a better Jokic, a better Murray, MPJ's going to be a mismatch nightmare, and he already walks onto the court and grabs 10 points in eight minutes. Yeah, I don't know if he averages 20 across 82, but by January, by this time yeah, next year. Yeah, I agree. Year, that's great. That's the rhythm he's in, I think. Uh, so I'll, I'll go like 16 points per game. I'll go 17 and a half. Okay, so I go $1. <laughs> uh, and then I will say 10 rebounds. The rebounding, I just think he's going to grab. If he's, he's playing 28 minutes he's, a game or more, uh, he's, he's going to grab boards. Long AF. And I think his three-point shot will be 40%. That's 40? To, yeah, I do. I think he's a, I think he's a 40%. I think he's a better than 40% three-point shooter for most of his career. But next year, you know, who knows? It's really hard not to get carried away with him. But he, when you watch him shoot open threes, you're like, why should I not have full confidence in him hitting this? Yeah. Would you be surprised if he averaged 20 year, next year? No. Would you be surprised if he averaged 22 next year? Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. I, yeah, I think he'd average 20. Uh, why aren't we talking about Evan Fournier as a trade target, guys? For Gary Harris? I mean, again, if you're replacing Gary Harris. Right, that's a big salary, so it would have to be probably Gary Harris. Well, Evan Fournier is like. How, yeah, how's look, Evan looking on the defense? Come on. Well, terrible, but he can Gary's shoot been. the shit out of the ball. Yeah, but he can't ever, like. And I'm low on Gary's defense, but he can't do to Dame what Gary did the other night. Yeah, so oh, yeah, low on sure. his defense. What I I mean the impact to of else, impact of a, a shooting guard's defense because he thank can you. neutralize one player and sometimes that's really bad. But I mean, if Denver goes up against the Lakers, all right, you just neutralized Avery Bradley. Big wings, like, yeah, yeah. All right, that wasn't that right, valuable. But if they of a go skill. up against the sure, Blazers, but that's what I'm saying is it's a player jazz. whose impact is but very it, narrowly no. But what it is, is it, it, no. But what it is is it's Gary and Tory and Jeremy yeah. together. Sure, oh, sure, no uh, doubt. No, no. I, I so I'm agreeing with that, and that's why I'm saying like. What does Fournier's like offense add up to that that is worth more than that? You guys want another take? Can I just fire Fournier this off? With We're going back. Jokic could shoot fifty percent from three. That's though. a good <laughs> counterpoint. <laughs> I'm gonna go with another hot take. Denver's defense was incredible tonight. So and Torrey and Gary were great, and they get the lion's share of it. Torrey, ninety-five Gary, points. Denver Dozier, didn't play big Jokic. At all. Denver played a very very small lineup all all night. What I'm saying <laughs> is, is they didn't play double with meaning the, there. Well, no, because Denver has four bigs, and they almost always play with four with two bigs on the court at a time. And to me, I always look at Jokic and go. Jokic is designed to have a bunch of like wings so around what, him. When they're fully healthy, why not do that? But like with the long boys, yes. So not big in so far <laughs> as there's not two centers. But then you just get those stretchy guys out there, and, and now you're one of those switch everything. So guys. if you had Michael at the four tonight, maybe that's something that's really interesting and something that works. And then you got Tory, and you've got Barton, and it's like. I think Malone's worried to go to those lineups for defensive reasons, but there might be something, too, when you just put a lot of mobility and length and athleticism mm -hmm. on the court that actually collectively equals a good defensive lineup. Mm -hmm. This is a good one because uh, it's probably going to happen a lot in the playoffs. What happens when Jokic starts getting doubled? What hurt since Denver struggles to hit threes? Well, first of all, it's a smart strategy right now against Denver to just be like, you know, it's funny. For the last month, teams have kind of been like, you know what, he's not going to beat us in the post or this and that. He's just beat everybody. Yeah, I don't really understand that strategy. <laughs> because I think you're – because he's so good at finding the open shooter that, you know, there's some guys like Embiid or um, even Cantor, who like, guys that have skill po p passing out of the post, but it's like, well, maybe he won't see it. Maybe we'll confuse him about where it comes. Jokic just never gets confused. He always knows where – Yeah. Mean, so if you double, you know he's going to find the guys. Like, mm -hmm. you, it, you're – it's funny, you say picking your poison with guys, but you also hope that they'll screw up. Jokic just always finds him. Always. Yeah. If you double, you know you're giving up the... the he's going to find the guy that is open off of that. 
Yeah, we'll, but I mean, there might we'll be wisdom see. to it. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the old like Warriors defense of or playing against the Warriors, which is we can't stop them. So let's just hope that Harrison Barnes misses a bunch of shots in Game Seven. I've seen some names coming up in this chat here, so I'm sure you're seeing them too. Luke Kennard, JJ Redick, any of these smaller scale things interest you? Again, what's going out the door? Yeah, I if, know they don't really have those. You have kind of traded your very tradable salaries now. Den- in Malik and Wancho. Saying, I'm saying like. This is what it was building towards. Like all these years, you cultivate this, and, you, and then you're just like, let's get. Well, I mean, if you're if you're asking guys. to get JJ Redick, he's probably not available. Like, so here, my hope, my prayer is that we my got prayer. like 15 guys because we're working towards a salary match. Is Rudy Fernandez available? That's fine. Is is Rudy Fernandez? He probably the is. next Wancho, the new Wancho, yeah, or the old amazing. Wancho, the amazing. OG Wancho. Yeah, I I just hope they're building towards something. I mean, as time goes on, I'm sort of feeling less and less confident in that. But I don't know. Somebody brought up to, to me on Twitter that like maybe uh, the reason that the trade hasn't gone through because they couldn't be without the minimum number of guys to actually play this game. So now that this game is over, now they're free to make that last trade. We'll wild. see. We'll see. Hopefully, maybe it happens right maybe now. Maybe Bre- maybe it's Bradley Beal though. I, I mean, maybe it's just the summer, that's and, and, they, and it's yeah. you know what they they have two picks, and maybe they can get a third one. And it's this summer. It's like all right, we got three picks. So who is it? Who's the guy that you would Gary love Harris? To, to but it's not it's not the guys. Bradley, it's the three picks. It's Bradley Beal. Yeah, Bradley Bradley Beal. <laughs> Bradley Beal makes get, this team so much more fun. If you fun. can get Bradley Beal for a non cut your arm off deal, it's like a that's it's a why no the brand. first round pick is valuable though. You know because Washington wants that. So you can yeah. make a trade on draft day. Does Washington want that pick more than a sign and trade and or extended like Malik Beasley? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Probably. But that's yeah. something that, that's just something I'm thinking about. Yeah. But then maybe Bull Bull. Love but, him, but, but yeah, if they stand pat before you freak Denver out. Denver is out of those assets though. You're right. Like I mean, Bull Bull is the guy that you're gonna throw in now and you just gotta hope some teams like all right. I'll yeah, you're like, uh can I interest you in Chanchar? Yeah, or in like Shabazz Napier. Right, He's an well, expiring yeah. contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. PJ Dozier is a two way contract. I don't know what his days are at, so yeah, but that don't you could be no, another. No, the re- season ends in like four, three and weeks. Couldn't you have? Con- yeah, I think he can use up. Yeah, I think yeah, he can stay I with the team the rest of the year. I think he should be okay. Not to mention, man, I don't know if there's anybody like auditing that. I really don't. There literally <laughs> might not well, be they, anyone. They <laughs> guys who have run out of days before, though. The season ends in three weeks. We haven't even had the All Star break yet. The, the, the G League season, season is oh, like short. Gotcha, gotcha. Starts late and ends early. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the Nuggets just apparently locked up the tiebreaker with the Jazz. Hell yeah! Oh, because of the the they're nine and zero in the division. Dude, dude. the fact nine that Denver's nine hey, and zero in again, the division. another reason for Jokic. Another thing, that dude knows when the games matter. Dude, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's he knows when the clock. games matter. That's what I'm saying. We're all saying it. <laughs> what do we think about Keita Bates Diop? Um, Not much. I think yeah, kind he's of, by far the most intriguing. Yeah. yeah, by far. I mean, the other guys just aren't intriguing. We talked about like getting long and being switchable. I mean, he certainly yeah. like plays into that. From he's the smart. Um, you know, I had Chris Axman on my show two years ago at the draft, and that was the guy he wanted Denver to take. I don't remember who they took. I think it might they might take him Leiden that year. He really did. He hmm. he convinced me. I listened to that. I'm like, he was all about it. Yeah, he was all about it. So you know, who knows? Maybe. 
maybe he maybe there's something there to him that he can grow into. I don't think he's gonna be a star, but maybe he can grow into. You a, guys all groaned when I asked this in the, uh, in the earlier. When we were on hey, camera. well, to your point, you know, like I don't I don't scout call. I always talk about this at the draft. Like I I never watch these guys. I don't have time to watch NCAA on top of the NBA. <laughs> the two A contract is the honor system. I like. That. Yeah, it is the honor system. It totally is. Devonta Cooperstall ran out of two way days though last year. Yeah, but it was Devonta Cooperstall. They weren't hiding nothing. There was like whatever. <laughs> like yeah, because, we've uh, reached the forty five yeah, days. We've reached it. They're trying to get rid of him. Like yeah, yeah. To no, uh, trying to build up rep with the league. But what I'm saying is, if Tim Conley thinks Kata Bates Diop is like a guy, a diamond in the rough pick, maybe he is. But I want to know who in the union of Bates and Diop was more adamant that they would keep their name. Bates? Demanded the hype. Oh. Bates because he was first. <laughs> it was Diop. Oh, it was Bates. All right. Yeah, those two names don't need to go together. <laughs> Let's take one, we have no one more. We take one more for we get. Do you out? consider Jamal Murray untouchable next year? No. No. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I'll, well, I think it has everything to do with how the playoffs go. I agree. I actually agree. I, I'm really hard on Jamal. I, uh, he has an enormous amount of talent. I just don't love the way he applies it. But he really impressed me. This is dumb, but he really impressed me in the locker room yesterday. It, no, it, hold on. Let me make this oh, point. Sorry, sorry. He impressed me in that he talked to what he said, that being on the bench was sort of a blessing because he gained a new perspective that he never had before, and he saw different things, and he's been thinking about different things. And, like, look. He might just be saying all the right things. I mean, very well could be. I'm not going to give him credit till he does it. Two games in a row, he has been incredible. Mm-hmm. And incredible. I wonder if this was one of those things where he was starting to get away from himself a little bit. I've got to fulfill the contract, and this is what it means. And I wonder if there's a little sitting mm-hmm. on the side and being like, Jokic just carried this ragtag group to yeah. all these wins. That's right. Like, That's what I'm supposed like, to be let's doing. Let's make a freaking playoff run And this I'm going to score 29 points tonight. <laughs> I'm going to score 29 points tonight by just do- playing through him. Look, there's plenty. There's hope for Jamal, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's far from like that ship has sailed. It does feel like we're talking ourselves into it every time. But, but, it, but, but un- untra- untradeable is a strong word. Of course not. Of course not. But is he, uh, is he untouchable or, or, that's what I read. or immovable? Me. Well... I don't. He's not. Gonna I, be oh, it's the question. Was he untradeable? Like his contract's untradable? No, 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 no. I think untouchable. It was. No, no. The, the question was would, would the untouchable. Say he's untouchable, but like even so, would the, is he immovable? Like is his, is his contract? It, I don't think so. I don't think so. Trading Jamal on him is virtually Jamal impossible. just put up twenty nine points tonight. Like coming off an injury, he just shot. He, he has two games in a row. Like he's twenty twenty one years old. Twenty two years old. Twenty two. Also, I he's twenty two years old. Like he is six years away from his prime. <laughs> I sure. think most folks have a good grasp on this, but like the conversation about Jamal is never, hey, is Jamal good? Jamal's good. Jamal's the second best player on the team right now. Those questions are like, hey, is Denver a contender? Which trickles down to, is your second best player good enough to win a title? Which, by the way, is like one, one of the biggest ifs in professional sports. Yeah, for sure. So it's a nitpick, and, and that's the context this all exists in. Mm-hmm. That's a great, great, great point. Why do we think Plumley doesn't get traded after Grant being able to play the five? That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm Plumley saying- being hurt probably. Hurts his Puts trade value. On that. Well, also, uh, Malone really likes Plumley. Would you trade yeah. him to the Clippers if you got something like that you really wanted out of it? Maybe I don't the know. The Clippers, what it is. yeah, because I would not be scared of, about going up against Plumley. <sighs> That's in a good playoff point. Series. That's a good point. So yeah, you'd probably ask like Plumley for Landry Shamit. Yeah, exactly. I doubt they would uh, do that, but no way yeah, Shamit's their guy. Plumley's just a dude. <laughs> I'm over. Here I love just, Plumley. But it's not going to happen this season, but. Once a week, I'm like, how do we get Joe Harris on, in the Denver Nuggets oh, uniform? Dude. I Talk told you, to I me. think, I think, <laughs> I think Brooklyn might be that team this year. I just, uh, we'll see. Yeah, what um, happened in Brooklyn? Um, before we go, let's all get out our, our picks for the movie bracket. If you guys haven't seen on uh, the DNVR Sports Twitter, been doing a movie bracket all week. Do we have picks for who we think is going to win? Sandlot's going to lose, and it, it really bums me out. No, they're way up right now. Oh, it was up. They're up. 
All right. So I'm proud I think of that. Rem- I think Remember the Titans is going to win it I all. I agree. They're but the heavy favorite. I hope favorite. Sandlot wins it all. I hope Happy Gilmore wins it all just for the hell of it. <laughs> I want You're League not League. a Happy Gilmore Major fan? League. Major League is my favorite like sports movie. What's it be? Yeah, mm. don't put him on the spot there. Raging Bull. Never saw it. Wait, yeah. which which uh, which movie are you talking about? Happy Gilmore. Yo, we're learning so much about our audience, and it's not it's They're not young. favorable. It's not favorable. <laughs> <laughs> they like they like really dumb movies. We love you. Uh, you like us. We're dumb. So I suppose that that goes hand in hand. <laughs> Don't uh, forget, yeah. also, guys, this weekend we're gonna have the watch party at Illegal Pete's. Which Illegal Pete's is it? Colfax. The Colfax one. Yep. The Colfax Illegal Pete's. Come hang out with us, guys. Let's drink some Breck brews. Let's have a good time. Let's eat some chips and queso. Let's have maybe a uh, burrito with the stir or without and the stir. If you see me, for God's sakes, buy me a beer. Just do it. You <laughs> know? No, bro, buy Brendan a beer. Buy, I mean, would you, would you buy on. him a beer? Please Just buy this man a this. beer. I'm in. I'm into mixed drinks these days. So, but also, um, if you t- if vodka it's, sodas for me. But also, if it's game day um, and it's in town, bring your ticket stub into Illegal Pete's. Oh, that's right. You can buy Brendan a beer for free or margarita. No, I've actually you. talked to. I talked to like four people at the game last night who have hit up the DNVR promo at Illegal Pete's. Oh, dude, because it's, it's the best promo it's, ever. It's an amazing. You get promo. delicious Illegal Pete's and you get a free beer. Yeah. Come you just on. go to Legal Pete's, order what you would normally order, and just get a margarita. Yo, this, <laughs> is, that's this is what happens. Potential sponsors, people thinking about joining up with DNVR. Here's what happens when you set up a promo. The army for, comes. When yeah. you set up a promo for DNVR, then you have to write Lindsay shortly thereafter, and you have to put a limit on the promo because it, get, it gets this used. Is a, this, I was going to say, there is a humble flex here. There are some of our promos that got used too much, and it's it's really freaking dope. Yeah. All right, take us out of here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Can well, we, wait, wait, wait. Before we go, let's just one. We, we did it to start. We lost a little momentum. Guys, tonight was incredible. Incredible tonight. Night. An all time night. Tonight all was an all timer. And again, I just want to bring some attention to a, a fact that we put this on on with the little plastic and stuff. We could have written it in stone. Maybe we should next time chisel we'll it. Carve it. We'll carve it. We'll carve it. No, I wrote. The, I drew that up in the second quarter. That's how confident I was. Jokic tonight put up an all timer. This Nuggets team has some heart. They've got some yeah. fight, and they've got a dude that on any given night can absolutely dominate. One of his peers that is compared to him frequently. That just reminds me, can I hit the polls on the way out? Where does this rank among Yoke's regular season games right now? 53% say it's top three. Second best answer, 35% say it's his very best game. Um, and then we 35%. got... I voted, I voted right. top three. We got one more in there. It's uh, Is Jokic playing his best basketball right now? According to Malone, no. And 75% say yes. You know, I agree with it in this one way. Like, I do think it's playoffs matter and whatever but i do just think like in a vacuum he's just he has more tools at his disposal and more competence to employ them. it's it's one of these things where you can't imagine him playing better <laughs> but he keeps well, playing better let me i will imagine one thing there's one thing with Jokic that i think if he does and maintains what he has now that three-point shot if Jokic was a true and he kind of is a 40 percent three-point shooter but if Jokic was just like a little bit better of a three-point shooter he would literally be unguardable Best Un- player in the world. Ble- best player. As opposed Steph to Steph Curry, 2015-esque, no. and that it's just like, well, there's no option. Like, you either double him or whatever. Like, no matter what you do, you're Yeah, screwed. if he added I- that, he would go from, liter- or would you say, literally unguardable to yeah. actually unguardable. It's, it's, so hard. Now. it's so hard for any team to win a championship. We know Denver's never been to the finals. 
But sometimes you just go, man, they have Why six... Why is everybody saying Woj Bomb in the chat? They've got 6'11 oh, six, Larry Bird. 76ers man, have fortified their bench with two veteran scorers and shooters, Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the Yeah, third. those guys That's are not going to be good in the Denver's playoffs. Denver's 21- You on, interrupted look. my glorious send-off I for that? Listen, listen. Hold, no, let's, Denver let's is. Sure. Denver just sent a second... Oh, this is Denver's second rounder. That already was with Philly. Yeah. yeah. This is from the... Um, what was that deal? The f- f- Wilson Chandler deal, right? The Wilson Chandler, yeah. Salary dump. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Do you guys remember the uh, time that Memphis did a deal, but then backed out at the last minute when they thought that they were trading Marshawn Brooks, but it was actually Dylan I Brooks? I yeah. did forget about that, which is incredible. <laughs> you can be upset about the Nuggets for whatever trades they've made, but at least they never screwed up who they were trading. Yeah. No, they just uh, ruined the math on a Fareed trade. And well, so they, they did do that. I got news for Philly, though. Glenn Robinson, Alec Burks. I don't think those guys are going to be good in the playoffs. All right. Take us out of here. Take us home. Well, thanks for listening, guys. See you at the watch party on Saturday. Bye. Before we get started, i got to tell you guys about the only place where you can get a true Colorado mountain pie. It's your favorite. It's Bojo's, your favorite locally owned, legendary, unbelievably delicious pizza joint. And guess what? They're giving the DMVR fam a free honey cheese bread with the purchase of an entree. The only place where you can find a true Colorado mountain mouth-watering pie is Bojo's, and they are hooking the DMVR fam up with a free honey cheese bread. Colorado Mountain Pie is a staple for natives and those of you who are just passing through. They've got the best pizza in town. Their dough is made fresh daily with locally sourced honey. They infuse their dough with natural sweetener. It is to die for. There's something for everyone at Bojo's. Large Mountain Pies for the entire family. Huge salad bar. Fresh veggies galore. Colorado beer on tap, including Breck Brews and your favorite sports teams playing in the background. Hit them up for private events. They've got party rooms, get for get-togethers, birthday parties, large business events, $4 happy hour, gluten-free and plant-based options. Head to their nearest locations. Check them out. Bojos.com. B-E-A-U-J-O-S.com.